All right, guys, Nordy's podcast. Vikings are on death's door. Uh, it seems like all sports might be on death's door. And we talk about the Winter Classic and some Premier League. Here we go, Nordy's podcast. And here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys? Doing well. I'm awesome, man. How are you? You know, I'm doing great. I'm happy to be here with you guys. Hopefully everyone at home listened to our first episode this week, um, which was absolutely awesome, by the way. And hopefully everyone at home also had a very happy holidays, Merry Christmas, had a great time spending time with your friends, your family, your loved ones, drinking too much, eating too many sweets getting everything you wanted and telling your loved ones about the Northeast podcast. Thank you. Thank you. And God bless you, everyone. Yes. So guys, <laughs> give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at Northeast podcast, and also subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcast from and get the Northeast podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. Hell yeah. What a deal. Just do that. And, well, we got the free for the 2022, right? That's done. I think it's locked um, in. Yeah, I think that's locked in at this point. Cool. Good stuff. Well, this is sort of like a Patreon or anything. Should just be just free, just free entertainment. Yeah, absolutely, guys. All right, what are you guys drinking at home tonight? Since we're all at our houses, what are you guys drinking? So there's a new microbrewery out of Golden, Colorado. Um, you guys have heard of it. It's called Coors. I'm drinking a Coors Light right now. Uh, I have like a lot because we had like three big Christmas parties here. And so I got like two cases of that. And then other people brought more cases of everyone drinks Coors Light, it seems like. So I got a lot to get through. So that's what I'm having right now. And t- tell you what, delicious. Mountains are blue. Let's go. All right. Oh, interesting. We'll have to we'll have to get there sometime. Maybe uh, maybe tour the facilities if it's, you know, new micro brewery. We yeah. could have like their head brewer on or something. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, be cool. Um I am, oddly enough, I think in Colorado as well. Yeah, Denver. I'm at uh, Crooked Stave Brewery. I'm drinking their Sour Rosé. Oh, yeah. Raspberry, blueberry, 4%er. Nice little little sipper. Easy drinking beer. Pretty solid. Okay, guys. I'm here in Minneapolis, Minnesota with former Nordy winner, Modest, and I'm drinking their Oat Rich, which is an oatmeal double stout. It's great. Nice. It's stout season. What's a double stout entail? Um, more stoutiness. It's a stouter beer. Strong on plow. Strong on plow. I like that. All right, guys. uh, Next week will be our Nordy Awards, so make sure you check those out. One of the most prestigious awards in all of award season is the Nordy. It's been going on for years. It's always an amazing episode. Reach out this week. Let us know who you think deserves to win some of our awards. Um, When it comes to sports, which athletes and teams uh, deserve some of our biggest awards like Athlete of the Year, Rookie of the Year, Team of the Year. Uh, we would do Moment of the Year, but we don't have good moments. Yeah, there hasn't been much. Yeah. Not, not this year. Not a lot. All right, guys. So here we go. We have to start with uh, Story A, and that's pretty much the death of the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, yeah, so you, we can bury them? I mean, they're win out. close to buried. They're yeah. going to have to win out at – Green Bay and at home against Chicago. We've already beat both of those teams, which is the good news. But currently, uh, 538 gives us an 11% chance to make the playoffs. 
Um, I said at the beginning of the year that Rick Spielman had, I'm sorry, that Mike Zimmer had to at least win a playoff game, at least, if not more, to keep his job. And I do not think at uh, seven and eight at this point of the season, he has done enough to keep that job. I think that we are in the final two games of Mike Zimmer's time here in Minnesota. I think there's a pretty decent chance that we're in the final two games of Kirk Cousins' time in Minnesota. And I do think that the um, the Wolves respect uh, Spielman enough that I think he will stick around with the Vikings, but I don't think it will be as the GM. I think they're going to give him some kind of cushy president of operations job where he's like overseeing the GM, but I kind of think they're going to bring in a new GM as well. I think this is a blow it up time. Friend of the pod, uh, Phil Mackey said the Vikings are always pretty good, but not good enough. Yeah. That's, that's their story. That is their story. They're always not to have like a truly like wash here where you're like, all right, dude. I mean, they've lost six straight. Like, dude, this is, that doesn't happen to us very often. They keep our hope alive and, you know, we're watching every game with interest so far. We're not technically eliminated yet, but be realistic. Like, is this a Super Bowl team? No, it hasn't been. I mean, here's the thing. For the most part, most teams who are good were bad at some point. And so I think that just constantly sitting in the middle is the death sentence for Minnesota sports other than the Timberwolves, mm-hmm. um, where just every year we're in the middle of the pack and we are we going to make the playoffs or aren't we going to make the playoffs? And if you just do that every year, you never bring in the elite talent unless you really luck out. And there, obviously you can find good quarterbacks outside of the top 10. You could find a Patrick Mahomes right around, I think he was the 10th pick in the draft. You can find a Russell Wilson uh, in the third round. You can find an Aaron Rodgers in the 20s. Like It does happen. But for the most part, these teams with the best talent in the league are teams that bottomed out, that went out and got some big talent, who went out and got their quarterback of the future, who went out and drafted some big pieces, and then through carefully, you know, crafting their team, end up being a really good team. And so, aka the Cincinnati Bengals of yeah. 2021. There's plenty of examples. If you just go around, yeah. you know, all these exciting teams have quarterbacks who were drafted pretty highly or rosters that were and so I think that like Jim you're right it is fun for this year that we've been competitive in all of our games but I am fully willing to bottom out next year and be terrible so that the year after you can go get your new franchise quarterback and you can kind of start over Um, I am worried that they're going to go try to do it this year in the draft with a disastrous draft supposedly for quarterbacks Mm -hmm. um that nobody likes any of the quarterbacks. Everyone loves the quarterbacks from the following year. I am hoping that we trade Cousins for a first-round pick. We trade our first-round pick, or both of them, for future first-round picks. And we sign a guy like Gardner Minshew as our quarterback for a year. And he'll be disastrously fun. <laughs> and we'll throw for a ton of yards and we'll lose every game. Tim and then he's probably going to need a job. I mean, yeah, just go and grab you can go. You can go find... Your quarterback of the future in 2023 would be kind of my dream. Um, But, yeah, I think it's going to be with a new quarterback, a new GM, and a new coach. So is it Kellen Mond that we drafted last year? Yeah, he'll never make it. He's not good enough. How do you already know that? He doesn't even dress as the backup quarterback. I mean, this kid is never going to make it. Okay. It was a waste of a draft pick. (laughs) Okay. All right. See, that's why I, that's this is why I listen to the pod live with you guys. I, I I would be shocked. I mean, I'm sure there are fans who were like, Kellen Mond, he's good, better than Cousins. It's like Cousins is like a good quarterback, and you can't. We haven't been good enough with a good quarterback. Like 
We think right. some bogus ass rookie who wasn't even very good in college well, is going to be good. So the other reason, I mean, the only reason I would slightly disagree is this is not a coaching staff that's built to develop a young QB with a specific skill set. So while I agree that Kellen Mond may never be the guy for the Vikings, I think if there was like if he was being if he was drafted by Andy Reid, I think he would have a chance. I'm not saying he he would be Mahomes. I'm saying I think he would have a better chance to develop into a decent quarterback than under Mike Zimmer and fucking Clint Kubiak. Right. Like this is this is not a coaching staff that that is set up to be like, okay, we're going to really nourish some young talent. Mm-hmm. That's why they signed like 10 veteran defensive players because they just needed guys to step in and be a, you know, a body to to learn Zimmer's Fit system because they're already Yeah. No, they're, they're not already changing good. any of their their mindset around a new player. Yeah. They're just like fit in. Exactly. Exactly. Um, adapt to the system or you'll be left out. Um, but I am, I think I'm like supremely frustrated with this season because we had an opportunity to just take a shit, get a top 10 pick. We're not going to make the playoffs. I guarantee we're going to beat the bears. The The chips are going to fall so that if we win against the Packers and Lambeau, we make the playoffs. And if we don't, then we're out and we're going to lose obviously, and then we're going to be stuck with the 16th pick again. Like every year in Minnesota sports. And we, all, we could have, all we had to do was lose to Pittsburgh. All we had to do, you know, we lost not to the, beat the Lions the first time, not beat the Panthers the first time. Yep. You, know, could have like, had... you, you could have rebuilt. And then, like, it just they're going to have to redo this. Um, a lot of the players on the defense, I think, will be gone um, because a lot of them are Zimmer guys. Like Anthony Barr has been there because Zimmer loves him and his defense. Anthony Barr will be gone. Um, Daniil Hunter is gone for sure. Uh, Patrick Peterson will be gone for sure. Um, you know, like a bunch of these kind of veteran guys are going to be out the door. Mackenzie Alexander. Yeah. Gone. I think yeah. an interesting piece to look at will be Adam Thielen. I know people feel sentimental because he's a Minnesota guy and he was undrafted and he's been great here, um, but he's expensive. I could imagine a, a scenario where, um, he's gone. the The passing game hasn't really missed a beat when he hasn't been in. It's like it's like it's just like I'll take, I'll take KJ Osborne on his salary with Justin Jefferson over. They're kind Adam of Taylor. like, oh shit, Thielen's not out here. I guess we'll just have to throw it to Jefferson twice as much. You yeah, know, it's yeah, like yeah. I think that might be better. So I think that there are some big decisions to make. Uh, a decision I'd like them to consider would be Dalvin Cook. Um, running backs very rarely, if ever, justify the big salaries, and I don't think Cook has he's been good but far from his best year banged up covid gonna make him miss the critical rams and packers games for not being vaccinated if he does make it back in time for the packers game it will be with missing two straight weeks of practice like Mm -hmm. not even in the building for them um i think he could possibly get cleared with a negative test on sunday morning plus plus some fumbling issues for dalvin as well dude madison is fine Madison is fine. He's fine. I don't know. It doesn't seem to be that big a difference. Like, they both have the dreads, and for a non-football guy, I can't even tell the fucking difference. I mean, I don't know. Cook is absolutely better, but Madison makes 10% of the salary. Yeah. If that, maybe less than that, you know? So, So to me, I just think they they have some big, big, big time decisions to make. Um, Cousins being the biggest one, if they cut him um, in before the league year starts, they owe him $10 million in dead money which is not terrible. Um, I've been talking with some friends, guys, and I want to know your opinion on this, all right? 
Um, Brian Daybold is the quarter is the offensive coordinator for the Bills, and he's led this big renaissance of the Bills offense with Josh Allen, kind of an athletic running quarterback. They have Diggs and a bunch of journeyman receivers. They have no running game really at all. Um, the Vikings are kind of built with a brand new young offensive line. Three of their four best young pieces are guard. Ezra Cleveland, tackle Brian O'Neill, tackle Christian Derrissaw. So the line should only be getting better as they're pretty young um, at this point and some really nice pieces. They have Justin Jefferson, who is by far the best young receiver in football, if not, you know, one of the two or three best receivers in football. Um, would you guys be willing to move on from Cousins and go get Deshaun Watson, who's missed this entire year with a lot of – uh, it's not just drama. It's like no. the worst kind of drama where he's maybe a sexual predator. Oh, he Dude, not, that's not worth it. That, 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 I mean, I would rather, like you said, get Gardner Minshew. I mean, I'd, I'd rather suck and be terrible than like bring in someone and try and like backwardsly justify a potential yeah, sexual dude, predator. It's already TV. hard enough to cheer for Kirk Cousins, and there's really nothing wrong with Kirk Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> like, we would not be good friends in real life. That's the only thing I don't really like about him. Um, but I don't want to cheer for just a straight douchebag, asshole, fucking predator. Okay, here's another one. Would you guys be willing to move on from Kirk Cousins and bring in a guy who's the exact same age as him, Russell Wilson? Of course. Absolutely. Can you imagine how exciting that would be? I mean, are the salaries Russell's salaries Yeah, very similar. Russell's paid more than Kirk, and Russell has not been so good in the past year and a half. I know. He's trying to. He's trying to leave. He's not been so great. I mean, he yeah. are his best best days Can behind. Get him, him on like a year long contract or something to no. see what happens. No, no you, he'll want like three, four, five years. You oh, continue on I his massive then. deal. And then he's claiming he's going to play until his forties, but he's already kind of on the decline at thirty-two. Um, the only you know, thing, the only, the only reason I would take Russell Wilson over Kirk Cousins is you know what you're getting with Kirk, which is fucking five hundred football. He's a five hundred quarterback, and even though Russell Wilson may be you know kind of hitting that that limit where the body's not quite doing the things that it used to, he's like he has like a winning mentality. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that in football, that is so much more important than like, OK, we didn't win. But my QBR, according to pro football focus, was really good for six straight weeks. Like, I, I don't really care if Russell Wilson has bad numbers if he leads the Vikings to victory. And I'd rather roll the dice with that yeah. than continue on down the road where I already know where it's going with Kirk. Cousins. Yeah. Are those the two least likable quarterbacks in the entire NFL? Russell, which one? Russell? Yeah, Russell and Kirk. Mr. Unlimited. Mr. Unlimited. Wow. I think he might be a, I mean he might be lacking a little bit of awareness, but I don't think he's, he's that not unlikable. He's, I think yeah. his teammates fucking hate him. He's they I don't him, think he's so. a former publicly badger. called him Uncle Tom. His teammates publicly were calling him Uncle Tom. What? Oh yeah. god. Um, uh, yeah, I think he's fucking hated by his team. I think everyone thinks he's a huge douchebag. Um, two super two super bowl, super not likable, like not that socially aware quarterbacks who are constantly doing things that aren't cool, but they personally think are cool. I guess team. I don't have I don't have nearly as much visibility into Russell Wilson to to agree with anything of what you're saying, but I don't dis 
Like, I I'm not doubting. I'm not saying he, what you're saying is untrue. If I just Kurt don't. made a video calling himself Mr. Unlimited, we would have killed him. <laughs> if, yeah, but if he had a Super Bowl ring, I'd be like, that's right, fucking Kurt. This shit is unlimited. Let's go get another one. I'm getting, a, I'm getting a Mr. Unlimited tattoo. I'm so excited. This guy literally tried to come up with his own nickname, and the entire country was like, no, dude. You know, but, okay, Eric, if if the Vikings won the Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins and he called himself Mr. Unlimited and we're like, okay, if the Vikings win the Super Bowl, you got to get a Mr. Unlimited tattoo, you would get that across your fucking forehead. You'd be so excited Absolutely. that the Vikings won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Dude, all would be for I would start acting like Kirk Cousins. Yeah. yeah. You'd be like, he won a Super Bowl. I'd be like, that's be like, what Adam look like, I guess. I need to I need to do that now. I need like, wide Adam? ties. No more skinny ties. I need wide ties now. Adam, stripes, I, need you, I need you to get on the Vintage Creed t-shirts. Yes. I need those. I need to wear them all in honor yes. of her. So I think that the Vikings have some serious decisions to make. I think there's going to be some big changes. And it's hard because, like, there was, like, the windows in the NFL are so short. Are you, is your window open or not? I, I think it's, it's, it's obvious that the Vikings, there is no window for this team. Mm-hmm. I think no. we have seen what we can do. I think we've seen what this coaching staff can do. I like Mike Zimmer, and I will remember Mike Zimmer fondly as one of the better Vikings coaches that I've had in my life. But I think his time is done. And yeah. I think um, the staff has not good, been good enough. I think that the drafts have been just okay the last couple of years. I know we've nailed it out of the park with a few guys. Um, but overall, this roster is just not the kind of one that's going to compete for titles and I think it's time for some serious change in Minnesota. And it will be really interesting to see. You know, it's hard to find a quarterback. You could do a lot worse than Kirk Cousins. There's more than half of the teams have a worse quarterback than Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. Can you give up on a guy who is supposed to be playing some of his best football at this time because we've watched so much 500 football with him? Well, the other, dude, his like career record is like exactly 500. It was before this game. Now he's below 500 by one game. By one game. I mean, it's absolutely incredible. He is the most average quarterback I've ever seen, and he brings every team to that exact same level. I do like that it, Like, it's going to be harder for teams to finish 500 with an odd number of games. Um, but if we could, we would have. We still could. A tie. With a and tie, a, yeah. A tie and a win. 500. Yep. There you go. That's, I got the prediction then. How funny would that be? We're going to tie the Bears. <laughs> I think it's more like we tie the Bears. No, I think I think Fields Fields is out again next week, so I don't think we're going to lose to them. We play the Lions. We play the Packers. Oh, it's Packers then Bears. Sorry, my fault. I got I had those mixed up. So so here's the deal. I have been to two games at Lambeau. It's going to be very cold in Lambeau. I've been to two games at Lambeau in my life. The first one was a tie, and the second one was a tie. Wow, (laughs) we've tied two times. At Lambeau, and I've been there for both of them. Was it that the Carlson, the, the Carlson game? Yep, was the, the last first one? one was the, or the second one was the Carlson game where he missed the three field goals. We just dominated. We were down all game. Cousins, it was his second game in Minnesota. He let us back. He just air raid bombs all over to Diggs and, and Thielen. We tied it up, went it over time. We missed multiple field goals, and then we cut Carlson, and then he turned into one of the best kickers in the league. Right. <laughs> all right, so that's, that's um, a good here's the guys. Story. We currently have an 11% chance to make the playoffs. If we beat the Packers, we have a 44% chance to make the playoffs. If we lose to the Packers, we have a 5% chance to make the playoffs. So we will not be eliminated this week at all, um, but it still probably won't look great. The high the high on Sunday in Green Bay will be 14. Um, and remember, we're playing there on Sunday night. 
Oh, so it's going to be the low Even is going to be two. The low will be two for Sunday, so uh, probably going to be a lot colder than that. Um, yeah, it's going to be horrible there. So I think that's going to be that 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 says to me thirty five fourteen Green Bay Packers. When, okay, here's what I thought when I saw Harrison Smith limping around, and then I saw Patrick Peterson get run into, and then he was limping around and had to come out of the game. I said that's two veteran players seeing the writing on the wall and setting up an early. Um, off-season vacation for them. Uh, <laughs> I'm all for the year. I'm all for the year. They're like, they're just like hit boy, Pe- Pebble Beach this time of year is pretty nice. Uh, <laughs> They've been around the block. Like, I was like, look at those two vets just setting up those injuries for next week so that they can just hop on out of town early. Um, yeah, we're six to seven point underdogs, depending on which site you look at or what day you're looking. I believe we started as almost nine-point underdogs, so people like the Vikings. I like the Vikings in a to lose in a close game. Why? Because we've played all but one. Uh, 14 of 15 games have been one-score games. Yeah. I have confidence this will be a one-score game. We're gonna. Um, it's going to be 22 to 30. That's my prediction. We're going to lose by eight, which is technically one score. A one-score game. I think we're going to lose this game, in all honesty, Kind of feels like wheels fall off game to me. I think we, I think we actually probably lose twenty seven to. 10. Dude, I, I think it's it. Can we fire Zimmer right then? Can we just fire him after the game? They, they won't. They, 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 they're going to say, Mike, you've been a great servant to the team. We'll let you finish out week eighteen. But this is yeah. Like, I think it's going to be a respect thing of like. But then, like, I think Mike Zimmer is a an H-C-I-N-O, like a, a like how they call them, like rhinos or dinos in politics. He's a head coach in name only mm-hmm. at this point. I really don't think um, the Wolves view Zimmer as the, you know, the leader of the future. And like Eric said, the writing's on the wall. I think this is his last game coaching will be against the Chicago Bears unless he manages to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I just think there's pretty much nothing he can do other than go on an insane run here to save that job. So we'll move on. Um, we don't feel good about the Vikings. You probably shouldn't either. Uh, but the best thing about the NFL is that they find a way to be in the news cycle for about 10 months out of the year. So the Vikings will get eliminated in two weeks. You won't hear from them. They'll fire Zimmer. They'll hire a new coach. Hopefully it's a fun offensive coach. And then you won't hear from them for two months. And then it's like draft, free agency, trades, all kinds of excitement. You know, it's just like the NFL is so good at like making it relevant all year round to be of these teams. So we'll move on quickly to the NBA where the Timberwolves are currently playing with their G League roster. Essentially. Uh, Jim, what's the latest? Uh, they did beat uh, the Celtics. So I believe they're back at 500. Put some, what, probably like seven, eight seed right in there in the West. Super competitive. 16 and 17. Okay, so they're still one down. Um, Really fucking competitive in the middle, which is exactly where we belong. Uh, It is kind of nice to see, like, the backup squad get a win. I mean, we don't really have through depth, but backup versus backup. Against the Celtics. And the Celtics are not a good team either. They're, like, have the same record as us in the East. So, But it's still, you know, there was many years when we would for sure lose these games. You're right. And it seems like things are marginally better. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty happy with the team right now. I, you know, set my expectations apparently fucking right on. So they're living up just to that and not surpassing, but, uh, I'm enjoying the ride. Can we get, can we get our boy Nate Knight a little more run with the first team? Guy seems to thrive. Yeah. Yeah. And Noel, dude, Noel, uh, maybe gets a little bit more playing time. Dude, to the people I don't like to see on the court right now are McLaughlin and Nasri can't stand those fucking dudes and they get a lot of time. So. 
Well, maybe we can switch it up a little bit. Bring some of these well, other Nas, dudes. Well, Nas is out too. So yeah, th- dude, that guy's like, I don't know, man. He's weak for a big man. All right, uh, but he, but he's on. slow and can't jump high. So that's what he's got going for. Him. <laughs> he's got that going for him, which is nice. Guys, we'll move on to a sport that's doing slightly better, and that's soccer. Um, some cool news: the Champions League is going to be putting some of their biggest games this year on CBS. So trying to make it a little more accessible to the masses when we get some of the big matchups um, in world football. I think the big one is uh, PSG Real Madrid. Am I right about that? Yep. I mean, that is electric. That's a huge matchup. That's uh, Messi versus Benzema. Um, Mbappe will be a part of that. It's the number one team in France versus the number one team in Spain. Um, that's kind of the premier matchup. Obviously, we'll oh, and then uh, Ramos playing yeah. against Ramos his against club. his old team. I mean, it's going to be exciting. Um, obviously, they'll get your Man United, Chelsea, Man City games um, on there as well. Even though those matchups are not quite as exciting, um, but it will be great. It's fun, and I think people should take advantage of that. Um, if you wanted to watch the most fun, if you were like, man, soccer, I don't understand it. There's all these tournaments, there's all these teams, international club, all kinds of things. What do I do? I think it would be fun for you to watch the Champions League this year and follow that and kind of pay attention to those teams and see some of the big stars of the world and see your um, top teams from all these different mm-hmm. countries battle it out and understand like how the fun of that turn. Like that yeah, it's a good call because you can kind of you could kind of pick somebody from like La Liga that you're kind of oh I like this team over here, but that wouldn't preclude you from picking a Premier League team that you're also kind of into. Because you can have a favorite team from each league because they only really face each other in these big, big tournaments. So, um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I think the best league to follow is Premier League. So if you don't have one of those teams, get one of those. But it's a, you're right. It's a great way to get introduced to top talent all over top soccer. Well, remember just a just a quick uh, anecdotal story about this. One of Jimbo's, like, first forays into Champions League, and I think it was against Barcelona, Liverpool lost – Four nothing at Barcelona. Yeah, I think they lost and four to one. Four to one. Maybe that was it. Yeah, four to one. Something like that. I had to go back to Anfield, and you were like, "Well, so the season's basically over, right?" And right, we were, we're like, going to get kicked out of the tournament. And like, well, uh, not necessarily, because if this happens, then you know they'll be able to move on. All they needed was three goals. Yeah, which and seemed insurmountable after just watching them get absolutely beaten by, you know, Lionel Messi and a very fucking good team. So, yeah, I thought no chance, of course, and so did everybody else, realistically. And then you came back and pumped them right in the face, and yeah. that was the year you ended up winning the Champions League. Yeah, beat them four zip. Seemed like, seemed like all hope was lost. Yeah, it is a very fun tournament. Although, so, guys, real sorry, sorry, Eric, bad timing on the squad cast, but... Um, Having said that, the away goals rule has been completely eliminated from Champions League play, and there will now be extra time and penalties, which I'm not a huge fan of penalties either, but I think it's better than the weighted goal rule. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, so we'll move on to some Premier League stuff. We love the Premier League. Uh, Man City might be running away with the Yeah, they're just incredibly consistent, almost to the point of being boring. They have the best defense in the league and the best offense, tied for the best offense in the league. Um, they're just absolutely pumping people and they're looking to spend in January as well. They don't even have a striker on their team really, which is just crazy. Um, Liverpool, uh, currently they, on they just, and they just, they just sold one of their better young players 
Yeah. Um, currently, Man City has on 538 a 68% chance of winning the title. Yeah. Feels um, right. Liverpool, not far behind them. Um, currently, they're six points behind. I think they have an extra game to play. They have them at a 26% chance to win the title. And they have Chelsea, who's uh, also six points behind with a 6% chance. Yeah, and we were at like 30 two weeks ago. Um, every other team has a 0% chance. Essentially, yeah, that's what they're saying. Less than one, and it's like it's far less than one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so both your teams, though, in that top three group, my team, the Arsenal, playing with some house money this year ahead of schedule. They're in a distant fourth. Um, projected to finish 13 points behind Chelsea, but a 46% chance to get into the top four and get into the Kings League. So there's definitely all I want, Eric. All I want is for you guys to finish ahead of Spurs. That's all. Like I, I, I'm, I'm. That's all everybody wants. I'm rooting for Arsenal every day to finish ahead of Spurs. That's all I want. Um, Spurs, Man United, West Ham, Leicester are all behind them. Um, it's been a really exciting season, and it's fun because our teams are currently two, three, and four. It hasn't been like that, uh, mostly because my team's been terrible. And uh, it's fun. It's fun to have some teams up there. Um, I think that there's some definite tiers. It looks like City and Liverpool might be in a tier of their own. Um, Chelsea, on their day, can play with anybody, um, but they kind of look like they're in a no-man's land of third. Uh, Arsenal, Spurs, and Man United, and maybe West Ham are kind of that next tier fighting for the fourth and final spot in the Champions League and those uh, Europa League spots at five and six. So what a year. Uh, Premier League is always fun. And uh, whether you're a neutral fan or you're passionate about one of your squads, um, no better time to start watching than right now. So lots of good stuff. Um, any big games that you know for your guys' teams coming up? I know uh, Jim and um, Jim's team, Liverpool, my team, Arsenal, play two times in January. Yeah, that'll be fun. One of them in the Carabao Cup, which I got to figure out how to watch. You said ESPN Plus. I don't have that yet. So I'm not trying to get another fucking service. But we'll see. ESPN Plus, uh, you probably have it. If you have Disney Plus, you probably have it. Yeah, maybe. Yes, because they have the bundle. If you got Hulu, they don't have the bundle. And, oh my god, you're paying you're paying out the wazoo then. Because if you if you have Disney Plus, oh, you don't have Paramount Plus. I do have Paramount Plus. Oh, okay. Uh, but if you have you have Disney Plus and Hulu, right? Yeah, but or I don't you... pay for Hulu. Okay, so anyway, that's my dad's. We're not, we're not we're not here to talk about that. Um, <laughs> The bundle is not that much more than like Disney Plus on its own. So yeah, it's like two dollars more or something. Yeah. So, anywho, um, you Eric, you asked, are there any big matchups coming up? Um, I think that's all Chelsea has for the month of January. Essentially, we play Liverpool on January second. So on the second, it's it's first place City versus fourth place Arsenal, and second place Liverpool versus third place Chelsea. What a day. <laughs> and, th- and then we play Spurs for the first leg of the Carabao Cup. Then we play the FA Cup against Chesterfield, whatever. Then we play Spurs again for the, the second leg. Then we play City at City. And then we play Spurs at home in a league game. So Chelsea's January fixtures are pretty crowded. Woo! Good luck. It's exciting. A lot of, a lot of Tottenham in there. A lot of, lot of games at three-point lane for us. Dude, to, you guys, uh, you know my dream. Liverpool won. Chelsea Arsenal fighting for second and third, and City twentieth. That's my dream. Hey, I would just be happy if all three of our teams made the champion. Oh, that's that's really the goal every year, so that we can let's go. We'll talk about the bullshit. That's always the good. Eric, stuff. and you know you're going to play at Bayern. 
like right out of the gate. <laughs> I don't like, even care. We don't even, don't care. even care. Happy to be here. Six nothing. We're happy to be here. Yeah. Just happy to be there. Yep. All right, guys. We'll move on to our last topic of the day. That's the NHL. They've canceled all games for like two weeks. They also announced that the NHL players are now not going to the Olympics, which was going to be crazy anyways. Just the best players of your league all going and playing in a different tournament in the middle of the year. Guys definitely getting injured. It was always a stupid idea, uh, but now they're not going at all. It'll be a bunch of college kids. I bet a bunch of gopher guys will be there. But the big news is the Wild have been protected by the NHL um, more than any team because they need them to be healthy to play in this weekend's Winter Classic, which the Winter Classic at Target Field against the Dallas Stars. Or no, the St. Louis Blues, sorry. So the Winter Classic, I've never been. I hear it's pretty Bad. iconic. You know, it's a big deal. It's cool to, like, put on social media that you're there. Would you – how much would you pay or how much would you need to be paid to go? And, Eric, this is for you because I know you like to play these games. I would go for a free ticket. You would go at, at baseline zero – Zero dollar exchange. Yeah, I don't. I went to uh, an outdoor game one time. I went to the Gophers versus the Badgers at TCF. What is it called now? Huntington Bank Stadium, whatever. And it was awful. It was awful. It was really, really, really cold. The game is terrible outside, especially if it's snowing or there's any kind of precipitation. The ice is awful. It's hard to see. You're really far away. I mean, part of the reason that hockey is cool is because you're sitting right on top of the ring. Yeah. And it's so bright and awesome to look at. And when you go to the outdoor game, there's a lot of space between you and the hockey <laughs> ring. And so it's pretty hard to see You're not going seeing on. that puck. You're not going to follow the puck. You're just going to wait for, like, one of the cherries to light up and be like, yay! Yeah. It's like a novelty thing to go to. I think I would go for free. This thing sold out in no time at all. Yeah. I, I don't think people are going to have that much fun at this. But it's fun that we're hosting it. It's great that the the Wild are being recognized as one of the, the premier teams in the NHL, which they definitely are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, if it comes to, like, viewership and fans, I, the Wild are very, very, very near. I mean, the state of hockey thing is not a joke. Uh, I, I, I think I'll watch it, but I think this is going to be pretty pretty bad time for people who go. Ryan, would you go? Uh, uh, let's see the high for Saturday, not to bring this back to the weather again, but it's kind of important. Uh, will be two degrees, uh, with the low being, uh, minus 13. So <laughs> as you start to get through the afternoon slash evening hours, it's going to be very cold. Um, uh, I don't think I'd go. I mean, if somebody wanted to throw me like, you know, a hundred bucks to attend, I might, but a hundred bucks, that's your limit. Well, but I, even then I'd be like, I don't know. I think I'd pay 50 bucks to get away from my children. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for your honesty. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we need, uh, we need to win. The wild haven't won in weeks. COVID shut down the season. The team has struggled a little bit over the last couple of weeks and they're needing a win. So hopefully on national television uh, on new year's day, they'll get a big win at target field, which would be awesome. And their jerseys look really cool. Yeah. 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 I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. We'll definitely have it on the winter classic jerseys. They have like the, like the Carhartt, like leather looking color. It's dope. And the Minneapolis St. Paul jerseys. I don't know. I think it's going to be really cool. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, hopefully we get a big wild win. So, yeah, I think the gloves are uh, brown, like brown leather too, right? Isn't that yeah, the gloves and yeah. the breezers are both. Yeah. Um, I'm showing you guys a photo of it right now. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Mostly like the dark yeah. green on the top, but all like that kind of like tan, tanned leather look. 
yeah, pretty cool. So, all right, guys, that's it. That's all the time we have this week on the Nordies podcast. Go back, check out our first episode. We talk about the, the Matrix, Spider-Man, the Batman, all kinds of fun stuff. Go check that out. Um, otherwise, happy New Year to all of you guys. Your New Year's resolution should only be listen to the Nordies podcast and help spread the word about it. Uh, but hopefully you guys come up with some bullshit thing that you won't you won't actually follow and uh, you eventually switch in February to ours, which is listen to the Nordies podcast. So thanks. Until then, uh, we'll be back with you guys next week in the new year. We'll see you guys next year. Nordies podcast.